and I am so glad that you are here. I am Aviola Abrams, and if we are just meeting for the first time, hey, <laughs> I'm the author of The African Goddess Initiation. Uh, wait, let me take it back again. African Goddess Initiation, Sacred Rituals for Self-Love, Prosperity, and Joy. And we are celebrating my new Oracle card deck, African Goddess Rising Oracle Cards. <laughs> I'm laughing because wherever you are, that's how you have to say the title, okay? African Goddess Rising Oracle Cards. Goddess Ava says... I just bought mine yesterday. Yay. Excellent. 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 I'm seeing all of your comments. Hello, Goddess Robin. Hello, beautiful Brown Queen. Hello, Goddess Texas. Hello, Goddess Julio. Hello, uh, Divine Julio. Hello, Holistic Concierge from Sweden. Yes, Sweden in the house. Everyone, come on in because today it is the Global Goddess Rising circle that we are having all month long where i'm going to be bringing you guests doing giveaways and we're going to be celebrating this deck it's a tarot vibe says i pre-ordered mine a month ago and it came today i'm so excited yay well just right on time because today we're going to be breaking down how to use this deck hello goddess carla and tina turner yes goddess from chicago <laughs> i love it goddess danielle says hers came at eight o'clock last night so we're going to be breaking it down i'm going to unbox here and i had some more of your comments that i wanted to read from yesterday and I'm also going to be giving away a deck sometime in the next 10 minutes at random to someone who says something interesting as you all do goddess Felicia says Amazon just dropped hers off yes so if so someone said where to get the deck so you can find this deck African goddess rising I'm gonna hold it here so you can see the title or see it here um, wherever you buy books you can also find it on my site at womanifesting.com or if you go to Amazon the direct Amazon link is tinyurl.com slash goddess rising deck tinyurl.com slash goddess rising deck holistic concierge says yes please i'm setting an, an an intention for your deck speaking of intentions happy new moon everybody yes everybody is in the house so let's get this party started i am going to now unbox the cards here Ah, Goddess Casey says, I'm reading cards currently at the Maryland Renaissance Festival. Well, maybe you will read the African Goddess Rising deck. So I like to, so, so we're going to be talking about how to use the cards. I like to just open it regularly with a regular knife. Some people use a ceremonial knife to open their cards. You know, do follow what your spirit says. Goddess Carla says she did no work today because she was learning the beautiful goddesses. Oh, that's wonderful, Goddess Carla. <laughs> so I'm going to just now unbox them. I'm excited to share these with you. And there are 44 cards in this deck and the deck is made to work with my book, African Goddess Initiation. Now you don't have to have the book, but if you're somebody who likes to go deeper with the goddesses, then I would say absolutely get the book as well. So we're opening the deck. And just to show you, here is how the deck started. Those of you who were on yesterday's celebration and we belly danced together, you can find the replay up now. Um, but you met Goddess Destiny, the artist who was able to bring my vision to life. And this is Goddess Iset, known as Iset, Isis, Aset, Aset, Aset. This is how she started with the sketches. So started from the big, started from the bottom. Now we're here. This is how the card started. Then from there, they went. We went into illustrations with color. When she would, she took my notes. I gave her a spreadsheet, research clips, everything, videos, and she then created this. And then went from there into here. And for a long time, I worked with the cards on printouts like this. So this is how I worked with the cards for a really long time until I got the Hay House deck. And then here's how 
the cards are the final version of the card. So I'm gonna share with you what the, the numbers mean in the corner, what the words mean, the principles, and how to say the goddess names as well as the suits for the cards. Yes, thank you, goddess. Thank you so much. Someone says, beautiful brown queen says, book is suggested as it is amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Goddess Leah says she also has the book. Yes, Saubona, goddess Lulu Blue Moon. So glad that you are here. So yes, so let's go through the deck now. So then when you open the deck, at the top, you will see this booklet. And I'm really, really proud of this booklet. You know, a lot of people think that when you learn a deck, that then that means that you, you know, stop using the booklet. But there's no need to ever stop using the booklet. I know a lot of people who are deck creators and still use their booklets themselves. You know, I know that I do. So, you know, we put a lot into creating these booklets for you. So there's no shame in using the booklet. You want to also use your own intuition, though, as you get to know the deck and as the deck gets to know you, because the relationship that you have with your deck is going to be unlike anyone else's, making your deck completely unique. And then you will see the cards like this. And I have to share with you, I it took me, somebody yesterday said that she was glad that the cards were, you know, the glossy version. Um, Mm, they smell good too. She was glad that the cards were the glossy version because she said that it helped with the colors. And let me tell you, that made my little Leo heart so happy because it took me two months <laughs> at least to decide whether the cards should be glossy or matte because the matte cards are kind of what's in style right now, but the glossy really shows up the beautiful colors. And for me as a regular deck card reader, as a regular oral or a regular oracle and tarot card reader the shuffling is easier on a glossy deck and so yes it is a glossy deck and i was so happy that she said that <laughs> someone said that's a deck on amazon come with the booklet too or just the cards absolutely it all it all comes with the booklet and the cards um there is a, a challenge that amazon was having with some of my friends who are deck creators with um, counterfeit decks. So if you're getting a deck without the, the booklet, it's usually because it's a counterfeit deck. Hello, Goddess Kathy. She said that she was looking up Hay House and here we are, yes, here you are too. Thank you for manifesting this conversation. So, okay, so now we're gonna go through and meet all of the cards in the deck. Let me read from you, read for you from the beginning of the booklet. And what it says, I'm so glad everybody is here. <laughs> I'm so glad that you are here. Like this has been such a journey and I, I'm not going to cry. I promise myself I'm going to do this and not cry. But <laughs> it is very emotional for me because I created this for you. I birthed this for you. So when all of you are here, like this is, you know, this for me is like right now I'm just... Uh, uh, I don't know, like happy beyond belief. <laughs> I am in my joy right this minute. Um, let me just share with you first. This was my first deck, the African Goddess Affirmation Card deck. And you can still get these, you know, um, at tinyurl.com slash African Goddess Affirmation Cards. Gori says like, this is my dream coming true. Yeah, it's my dream coming true. We co-manifested it together. And each of these cards, see, they had an affirmation on them and a, and a goddess lesson on the bottom. And then my next deck was this deck, which is very special to me, the Woman Manifesting deck. This is fertility cards, fertility goddesses from all around the world fertility goddesses and it's a manifesting deck the will manifesting cards you can get those both at my site womanifesting.com then i had a self-love deck and now we have african goddess rising so here is my love letter for you my beautiful friends welcome saubona welcome to your african goddess rising card deck saubona is a zulu greeting meaning we see you. You think that you're here because you called on the goddesses, but the goddesses called on you. This deck is a covenant. You are now in 
the sacred goddess temple circle. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. As a woman of African Guyanese heritage, I grew up with intimate knowledge of many of the enchanted beings you will meet in this deck. I come from generations of intuitives and healers, so channeling divine downloads is not new to me. But these oracle keepers were persistent. They dreamed me, <laughs> they pursued me, and guided me through this co-creation. And then Spirit and I manifested Goddess Destiny Powell and her spellbinding artwork. And this oracle deck bloomed. These cards are divided into nine temples. So there are nine inner temples in this deck, okay? Nine temples or suits. The threshold guardians, the ancestors, conjurers, warriors, shadows, lovers, griots, queens, and high priestesses. They represent the nine divine inner temples you must face and integrate to awaken goddess energy within. And ooh, I'm planning a retreat in June, June, save the date, early June. I'm gonna be, we're gonna get to do all of this together, do all the rituals and, and a, a lot of magical stuff, save the date. The Oracle system reaches from the continent of Africa deep throughout her diaspora. And then there's more, go on and on. So you can read that yourself in the book, um, but let's go through the cards. So the first inner temple in the deck, the deck has two suits that are considered illumination cards. So when the illumination cards show up, it is because there's something that you really need to pay attention to. Goddess Allison says, saving the date. Yes, early June, we are going to be together as a goddess circle. Yes, Gary says she is high priestess energy. Yes. And so you, once you have cleansed your deck, cleared your deck, I shared today on social media and I shared in yesterday's video how to clear the deck you know, how to cleanse and clear a new deck and bless the deck and activate it for your use, then the first two cards in this deck with the gold, see the numbers on the top right, the color of the numbers, show you what suit or temple it's in. So these are the threshold guardians. These are the first people you meet in the deck. These are the first people, the first goddesses you meet in the, in the book. And these are the most ancient from Old Dahomey, which is now known as Benin in West Africa. And we begin with meeting Nana Boluku. Nana Boluku. I'm saying the pronunciation of each name. And it's okay if you don't, you know, if you mispronounce, go through your intention will read. It's all about your intention, the power of intention, okay? So go through and sit, speak the names out loud. Your name is a spell. You, you know, that's why we also resonate with hearing our own name and wanting our names to be said correctly. Your name is a spell and the same with the goddesses. So Nana Boluku, if you are somewhere where you can speak out loud, say it. Nana Boluku. Yes, Nana Boluku. Yes, Goddess Casey says, this feels like power, ancient power, tapping into something very powerful. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is Nana Boluku. And she is ancient, ancient, so ancient in fact, that when you are working with her, and this goes more into what's in the book, the book tells you how to do rituals for each and every goddess. When you are working with her, say, you know, in ritual or on your altar or whatever it is, you don't use metal knives on, on an altar or anything you prepare for her because she predates the metal age, okay? So Nana Boluku, so she represents seasons, the seasons of your life, the cycles of your body, the seasons that we are in right now, it's new moon. Right now in the hemisphere that I live in, it is autumn, it is harvest season. She is all about the seasons. Where are you in the season of your life? Are you in a season of motherhood? Are you in a season of you know moving forward? Are you in a season of where you need to, to take some time off? What is the season? So she is all about that. Then the next two entities that you will meet, some say are her children, and in some they are the supreme. She is the supreme 
being and some say that they are the supreme depending on where you are in Benin, old Dahomey. And this is Mawu Lisa. Somebody say that out loud to yourself. Mawu Lisa. Yes. Wrap your wrap your your voice around these consonants and these vowels. Mawu Lisa. Mawu is very powerful. She is the moon. Lisa, some say her brother, some say her husband is the sun and they are twins and together they represent cosmic power. When you see them show up in the deck, that means that you either are about to activate a season of power or that there is some cosmic power that is coming toward you that you are holding yourself out of alignment with that you need to adjust because everything for you is opening. Everything is wanting you to, to shift and it is up to you to allow it. Maulisa, the sun and the moon. Then next up, so after them, we have our inner temple of ancestors, the temple of ancestors. Now the temple of ancestors is what you also may know as your root chakra region, your root chakra region. And so the numbers in all of the temple, the ancestor temple cards, there are five of them, are red, blood red. See, so these are the temple of ancestors, which represents, again, your root chakra re region, feeling safe, feeling, feeling grounded, all of that. And so the, the folks who showed up in this deck, African people worldwide, <laughs> let me just tell y'all, if you don't know any African folk, let me tell y'all, if you invite us, we're going to bring friends. <laughs> we're going to bring friends. We're going to bring friends. And it's the same with the goddesses in this deck. When they came forward, they brought friends and they brought ancestors with them and, and queens. So this suit is all ancient, real, true ancestors who have walked the earth. And it is very powerful. So when we speak their names, when we say their names, you may want to even just take these five cards out if you have an ancestral altar and put them on your ancestral altar. Um, you know, very, very powerful. We have Goddess Sachi. Okay, Goddess Sachi. And she is here to bring us the gift of grounding. She shows up when you need to ground yourself, when you need to, to take a step back and root yourself, plant yourself. And unfortunately, she didn't get to live a very grounded life. And that's why, you know, I was in a circle the other night and someone said, well, you know, with her in her lifetime, she wasn't grounded. So why does she represent grounding in the deck? And it's because not only do we as as beings who are here in this earth school teach what we most need to learn, but the same for our ancestors. When our ancestors transition, they have not stopped their journey. Their journey is still going. And so Goddess Sochi, you may know her as Sarah Bartman or the Venus Hottentot. And if you know her story, then you know why I'm holding my heart. And if you don't know her story, then please definitely get the book, read about, read about her, Google her, learn about her. But she shows up when it is time for us to be grounded, okay? That is her lesson for us. And then we have Goddess Tituba. Goddess Tituba, who was an enslaved woman who was the first person in the Salem witch trials who was arrested as a witch in, during the Salem witch trials. She was kidnapped from the Guyana region in South America, where my family is from, and then purchased through a plantation in Barbados where my mother's great grandfather is from. So I feel very connected to her because then she was here in the United States in Salem, Massachusetts. Okay, so Goddess Tituba is here to teach us about feeling safe. Feeling safe, yes, because she didn't feel safe in her life, but she is here to gift that to us. And how beautiful, it is safe to feel safe. Somebody type that into the comments. It is safe to feel safe. It is safe 
for us to feel safe. It is safe for us to claim our voices. It is safe for us to gather together like this. It is safe for us to feel safe. Yes, it is safe for us to feel safe. Whew. Goddess Elisa says she is in the elder season. Yes, it is safe for us to feel safe. The next ancestor who is here for us in this deck is Goddess Embuya Nehanda. Say her name, Embuya Nehanda. And you can just say Nehanda if Embuya is a bit beyond you first. Embuya Nehanda. Now she is what is known as a lion spirit. And this great ancestress in Zimbabwe, in her 50s, she was a healing and medicine woman in her 50s, decided that she needed to protect it. She needed to protect her community against colonialism. And so she went to war. She was a warrior. She was an actual human being who walked this earth, but she also inhabited what was called the Nahanda spirit. And throughout time in Zimbabwe, different powerful women and different generations inhabit are inhabited by the Nahanda spirit. They channel the Nahanda spirit. So she channeled the Nahanda spirit. And even today, there are people coming forward saying, I am the next Nahanda. I'm channeling the Nahanda spirit. And then they are given a test. And none of them have passed the test yet in our lifetime to, to be the next Nahanda spirit. But perhaps uh, they one will soon. Perhaps one will soon. Goddess Wendy says that we've reached our limit on Facebook of how many can join. I didn't even know that there was a limit on Facebook. If so, come over. I'm on YouTube and we're live on Instagram as well. Next up, we have, wait, we've got Tituba. We've got Nehanda. Sarah Lakali. Say her name. Sarah Lakali. Sarah Lakali is known and venerated by the Romani people, the Romani people, the people who some, well, I don't want to use the derogatory term that people commonly know the Romani people by, but Sarah Lakali was originally from Egypt. And some say she was the daughter of Mary Magdalene. Some say that she was a princess. Some say she was a wise woman. Some say she was even the daughter of Jesus. Sarah Lakali. This is Sarah Lakali, and she also has a very powerful story you can read in the book. So those are our great ancestors. Oh, wait, let me not leave mother out. <laughs> and then there is Marie Laveau, who represents good juju. Oh, wait, Sarah Lakali represents divine lineage. When she shows up, it's to remind you that you are connected, that you are connected to the source of all that is, that your first ancestor is the creator, the most high. God is your first ancestor. When she shows up, it is to remind you that you are connected to the source of all that is. Okay? Yes. Next up, Marie Laveau. And Marie Laveau represents good juju. When she shows up in this deck, what? She is bringing you abundance. She is bringing you, it could be health abundance. It could be love abundance. It could be your coins, your cash, your money. She represents good juju, good juju, good energy. And so they are our five ancestors who are in this deck. So as I said, you can take them out. You can put them on an ancestral altar. You can get to know them in that way. Um, I didn't talk about like how to store the cards, but for example, one of the things that you may want to do, um, I like to store my cards in the box. And then if, you know, then sometimes wrap a cloth around them, but you can use a bag like this. This I just got off of Amazon. You know, if you're someone who wants to take your cards out of the box, you can use an ancestral cloth. My father brought this from Ghana in West Africa um, in the 90s. And as you can see, it's it's torn, but it still, it means very much to me because my father brought it and gave it to me. And so this is something that I will often wrap around uh, cards. Or yesterday I shared with you that this is belonged to my Aunt Sylvie in the belly dancing lesson. I was wearing this. You could wrap it in something like that. 
So then next up, we have the Temple of Conjurers. And the Temple of Conjurers is where your sacral chakra is, your yoni energy. So the, your energy of creativity and creation. Creativity and creation. Type into the comments and affirm, I am a creative force. I am a creative force. So these cards will have an orange number here as you can see, an orange number. That is the vibration of that vibratory energy of your temple of conjurers, also known as your sacral chakra. And so now we are back into the goddesses. And so these goddesses, I said, are all about creation and creativity. And first up is Engame, goddess of desire. She is from the Akan people in West Africa. And the supreme being, God in her region is known as Inyame. And people say that because, you know, she was originally, it was originally she was God, you know, the divine feminine was God. And then when it was shifted to masculine energy, it became Enyame, but Engame, she is a triple moon goddess. That is the moon, as you see, is her bow and arrow. And she gives us our souls. She gives us our souls. And so her cards are about desire, desire. <laughs> her cards are all about desire, which is a potent creative force. You know, you daring to desire is a, a creative, a creative, there's nothing that is around us that didn't start with desire. Absolutely nothing. Yes, Goddess Casey says she can hear her ears ringing out of control. Yes, and she said that her third eye is going crazy seeing this deck. Yes, I know that a lot of you are probably experiencing the same. Drink some water. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Whoo, okay, so that's Goddess Ngame. Then next up is Goddess Mojaji. So Mojaji is known as the Rain Queen, and this is a card of manifestation, a very powerful card. When you are birthing something, you want her to show up. She knows how to make it rain, make it rain. <laughs> and the Rain Queen, actually, this is the only lineage in the world that is a 700-year-plus uh, matriarchy in South Africa, it's a lineage that passes down, an actual lineage that is recognized by the South African government that passes down from mother to daughter, mother to daughter. And only right now is the rain is the, the throne of the rain queen, the throne of the Mojaji, empty only because it's waiting for the last rain queen's daughter to come of age. So I think that next year um, there will be the installation of the newest Mojaji. And she has, she, she has, she doesn't have a husband. She has wives because they don't want men to inherit their money. <laughs> so she has secret, a secret husband, but he is only, he can only visit her at night. Um, and she has wives who come and support her in creation, in making it rain. Yes, manifestation. Goddess Mojaji, the rain queen. Next up, we have Ma'at or Mayat. I say Mayat. Some people say Ma'at, who you may know as the goddess of balance. Yes, thank you for the hearts. Yes, goddess Mayat. And in this deck, she represents giving and receiving because receiving, the property of receiving is so important for those of us who are wanting to call in more divine feminine energy, receiving. Most of us are out of alignment with receiving. And receiving, I know y'all are all natural givers. I'm looking at Goddess Christy. I'm looking at Goddess Tammy, Goddess Jasmine, Goddess Kathy. I know that you are all natural givers. But if you are giving without receiving, then you are out of balance. And so when she shows up, she shows up to remind you about giving and receiving and the importance of that both are required. So if you see her for all of us here as a tribe, I know that it'll usually be because you're wanting to learn the practice more of receiving 
how can I receive more? Or if you've already, if you're already a good receiver, how can I give more? What can I give? What can I give? Give your time, give your money, give your heart. What can I give? You know, that is what she is here to remind us of. And her story is also very potent. Goddess Wendy says she's out of balance at the moment. Yes. Yes, learning how to receive is a necessary practice. Maybe we'll do another receiving challenge. I did a receiving challenge some time ago. Maybe we'll do another receiving challenge. And then Goddess Tanit. Now, as you see Goddess Tanit, she is belly dancing. Look, she looks like Goddess Sana, who is belly dancing, teaching us how to belly dance yesterday. And, and I'm going to bring Goddess Sana back on another live stream and we'll do another full class with her. Goddess Tanit is from Tunisia in North Africa, and she's about pleasure. Type into the comments, I deserve pleasure. Yes. These, these cards are, you know, one of the ways to use these cards is also for your personal development. They are a personal development tool. And so, you know, pleasure adding a pleasure practice to your life. You know, pleasure as my sister goddess Damali says, as a spiritual practice is very important. Very important. Yes. And look, see, that is goddess Tanit. Goddess Tanit. Yes, goddess Carla. I deserve pleasure. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And so people still in Ibiza, do table dancing in tribute to Goddess Tanit. So the next time you're somewhere where you can table dance in June, when we're together at retreat, we will definitely do some table dancing to salute Goddess Tanit. And she has, you know, like when they say in like old movies, there's gold in them their hills, there's gold in them their hips. There's gold in them their hips, you know, the dancing, yes, there's gold. That is a powerful meditative practice. What we were doing yesterday, we were belly dancing. Oh my goodness. That is a manifestation tool. This new moon energy, moving your hips in the new moon. What? You are creating, you are manifesting, you are birthing. Yes. And she represents all of that. And then I'm so excited about this card because one of the things that was really important for me um, is that I was given that, although it's the African goddess rising Oracle deck, it was not just the 54 plus countries of Africa, but representing all of us, Africa throughout the diaspora. And so this goddess is from New Orleans, or is, let me get it right. Let me get it right. Cause the New Orleans people come after me, New Orleans. Did I say that right? Uh, no, I say it like a Yankee. Nolens. She is from Nolens. And this is the seven sisters representing creativity. When she, when they show up, she or they, they are representing creativity. So let me tell you the story of the seven sisters. So the seven sisters actually also existed and lived in New Orleans and were conjure women. Um, and no one knew whether it was one woman and they still don't know. Was it one woman? Was it seven actual sisters? Was it one woman who could shape shift into other seven other people? No one knows. And there is an address. I give it in the book. If you're in New Orleans, go there, check it out if you dare. The block where all the seven identical houses were and people would see them and them or her and this magical person looked like they were in their 20s their whole life. And no one ever knew, even people who were going and, you know, getting helped from the seven sisters. Is it one sister or seven? And a woman claimed uh, there were several people I mentioned in the book who claimed that they were the actual seven sisters. But none of that has been confirmed. And what happens in New Orleans tends to stay in New Orleans. So <laughs> I love the seven sisters. They are about creativity when you see them, when they show up for you. They're about opening your creativity. So that is your temple of conjurers. Next up, we have the five cards. Thank you for the hearts. Thank you for the hearts. All this uh, beautiful energy. Next up, we have, oh, let me give, let me do, do a giveaway. I forgot. I'm sorry. And Hay House is here hanging on, waiting for me to do a giveaway. All right, let me spin. Goddess. Okay. I just saw, I think her name is Kathy Ruiz. Kathy Ruiz. 
There she is. Kathy Ruiz is our winner of a deck today. If you already have a deck, Kathy, then gift it to someone else. Sorry about that, Hey House Goddess. Kathy Ruiz is the winner. Kathy with a K, Ruiz, R-U-I-Z. Congratulations, Goddess Kathy. Sorry about that, Hey House. All right, moving on. Hello, Goddess Saskia. Good to see you. All right, so this is our Temple of Warriors right here, Solar Plexus Chakra. This is our energy of being rooted, being um, feeling confident, feeling all of that comes from here. When you say I feel it in my gut or those of us who have anxiety, right? Where do we feel it? We feel it all here, right? You have a so-called weak stomach, all of that. Yes. So this is our temple of warriors. And these cards all have a yellow circle here. And also the, the numbers on the cards, for some of you who are into numerology, sometimes the numbers on the cards will mean something to you. So for example, Goddess Oya, the Orisha Oya, she is at, her number is 13. So I want you, when you're reading these cards, pay attention to everything. There's nothing that is here by accident. Like I shared with you, you know, I had, you know, I had so many different levels of downloads. So I had, you know, the levels down, the, the downloads directly from the ancestors and the goddesses. And then I had, you know, my geeky research that I added on top of that, you know, and then taking all of that and, you know, transmitting it to goddess destiny, who then brought her own downloads. And so there's nothing that's here by accident. So there are things here that you may see that mean something to you that you may say, well, is that right? If it feels right for you, it is your guidance. Goddess Josephine said, I can feel the energy of the cards. Yes, they are very potent, very, very potent. So if it feels to you like, okay, this is what it's meaning, then that is what it's meaning. So these five cards, and I'm putting together a gift, a uh, free gift, I'll announce it soon for those of you who have the book and the cards. Okay, so these five goddesses, so starting with Goddess Oya. Now, Goddess Oya, oh, she is the goddess of storms, the goddess of storms. So when you see her show up, it often means that, you know, a storm, you're either in the middle of a storm or a storm is on the horizon. Um, you may be feeling emotional angst that you need to clear and cleanse. I share different spreads in the book. The easiest spread to do is just a, what I call an Ashe spread, life force. Ashe means life force, pulling one card and you know declaring Ashe and it's a life force card, a life force reading. Oh, one Ashe says, it poured the day I had my daughter. Oop. Yes, so that is goddess Oya. And the back of the cards, this is the Adinkra High one high or here one here and this adinkra symbol is about um that it means that which that that which will not burn that which will not burn which is all of us who are in this circle she who will not burn okay so goddess oya that's goddess oya next up is goddess atete Goddess Atete, who is a powerful and resilient goddess. She is from the Oromo people in Ethiopia, and she represents worthiness, worthiness. The women who are still devotees of her, you will often see they, they hide her behind Mother Mary. She has been merged with Mother Mary. And so they have, she has a special, um, special rosary beads that are dedicated to her but she is hidden behind Mother Mary for the Oromo people of Ethiopia. She is she shows up to negotiate peace. She shows up to negotiate calm and alignment. She is a champion for women. And in this deck, she shows up and she is here to remind you about your worthiness. Type into the comments, I am worthy. You are worthy, period, end of story. Next up is Goddess Sekhmet, Goddess Sekhmet. And Goddess Sekhmet, this is also a very special card that I think will resonate with many people here. She represents the wounded healer, the wounded healer. 
So many of you here in this circle are natural healers, like I said, natural givers. And we also have our own stuff, <laughs> our own, you know, wounds, our own things that we came to heal. And that's our journey. And so Sekhmet is about wounded healer energy. And when she shows up, she usually means physician, heal thyself. When Sekhmet comes and she taps you on the on the shoulder, she means, okay, <laughs> got my selenite. Okay, you have been taking care of everybody else, wounded healer. Let's talk to you. <laughs> Let's talk to you, okay? Yes. Next up in the goddess, uh, in the temple of warriors and my uh, Hay House team, it's okay. I'm going through the whole deck, so you don't have to wait around. I know it's already been 40 minutes. You guys don't have to, to wait around. Um, we got this, right? Circle, we got this. <laughs> Next up is Asaseya. Asaseya. Say her name out loud. Asaseya. Yes, Asaseya. And she is a Mother Earth, a Mother Nature goddess. She represents joy. And as you see, she is nursing earth. She is nursing and nurturing earth. Yes, with her beautiful halo of moons. And the reason why you'll see a lot of planetary references in this deck, and the reason why I did that is because I wanted to show a timelessness, a beyond timeless and space moment. And Goddess Destiny, she got it right away when I suggested it. And there you are, Goddess Destiny. <laughs> she says her favorite. Yay. <laughs> yes. And so we were talking about yesterday. She's one of my favorites too. Yes. Asaseya represents joy. And that concept was a concept that Goddess Destiny that came through her of the, of, of, Mother Earth nursing us, all of us. Beautiful and so very powerful, so very powerful. She is from the Akan people, where, who, the, who are the people of the Ashanti. Um, so she is from my bloodline um, and she is so very powerful. Next up, oh wait, did we go through all of our... Okay. All right. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We have one more in this uh, temple. And the temples represent, again, our inner temples. And this is Goddess Satyra, who showed up yesterday. Goddess Satyra is the card of brazenness because she was a brazen dancing woman who was dancing in a lascivious way that is frowned upon. And in my parents' country of Guyana, a satyra is used as a derogatory term against women because she was showing up brazenly sexy and dancing. And so of course, yesterday when we were belly dancing and um, did a reading with Goddess Sana. She showed up. She showed up. Yay. Beautiful. Goddess, beautiful brown queen says, hi, Goddess Destiny. Thank you so much. Your artwork is beautiful and it touches my heart inside and out. You move my soul and you are very talented. Yes, she is. And you can buy her work at Poetically Illustrated. At Poetically Illustrated. Okay. All right. Great. All right, so there we go. So that is all our inner temple of warriors. Our inner temple of warriors. Someone said, let me learn some belly dancing tonight. Yes. So you can find her belly dancing replay. It's on my YouTube channel, on my Facebook, and on my Instagram at Abiola TV. And I'm going to bring her back again. So next up, pay attention because this is a key, a key, um, key suit right here, a key temple. Next up is the Temple of Shadows. The Temple of Shadows in this journey separates our lower temples and our upper temples. And if you are wanting to go deeper with yourself, go deeper with your healing, learn how to show up as you all day long, um, or at least work toward it, you're going to need to do some shadow work, which ain't always pretty at all. And so the shadows in this deck, 
the seven these seven shadows rep are represented by shadow so-called monsters from throughout the diaspora goddess lakita says the shadows we need that absolutely and so this iridescent white or gray when you see that color those are the shadow cards and there are two cards here that are not mentioned in the book and maybe that will be yes that will be my gift that i'm going to create um for people who purchase both the book and the cards i'll give you i'll write uh or, or create a video about those two that are not in the book so the first shadow here all of my caribbean people will be familiar with the jumbi a jumbi a jumbi spirit and Jumbi in this deck represents masks, the masks that we wear, the masks that we wear, the, the ways that we hide, the ways that we hide who we are from ourselves. The Jumbi can also represent in this deck, sometimes you will get this card and it may mean that someone is wearing a mask with you. OK, but there is something that is dishonest and out of alignment that is going on when the Jumbi shows up. Okay. As you can see, it is all masks. So that's what the Jumbi represents in this deck. Next up, Long Bubby Susie. Long Bubby Susie. Long Bubby Susie represents shame because her story, Long Bubby Susie, she is known in Central America, in Belize, and by the Garifuna and Creole people there as a spirit who chases children to scare them and her breasts one breast gives poison and the other breast gives milk and she has these long breasts and so she is considered disfigured and ugly and therefore a monster and so she represents shame and so again if we're wanting to heal for all of us it is integrating the things that we would feel ashamed of you have nothing to be ashamed of. You are beautiful and you are perfect. And that is the lesson for us. When you see Long Bubby Susie show up, you know, there is shame, 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 shame. And one of the things that, um, that you can do to figure out maybe where you're blocked in your shadow is take out these seven shadow cards and pull one of these cards. I was sharing this yesterday and to know where they're in what order you want to do your shadow work in for those of you who are working with the deck and the book when you pull a goddess or a shadow you can reference the section in the book and do the ritual associated with the goddess so that's long bubby susie next up is someone who a lot of you will know a Nancy who shows up in this deck as Aunt Nancy. Now, a Nancy is known throughout the diaspora, Nancy Spider, um, Aunt Nancy, Nancy in Guyana, we just call her Nancy. My father used to tell us Nancy stories when we were kids. And in the Southern United States, um, she is known around the, the South Carolina region by the, the Gullah Geechee uh, folks call her Aunt Nancy. So she is Aunt Nancy here in this deck. And when she shows up, it is all about betrayal, betrayal. Those spider webs getting you twisted, getting your mind twisted, you are either betraying yourself or someone is betraying you. Dealing with betrayal, which often has its roots in abandonment, okay? Next up is the Sukuyang and my Trini people, and a lot of my Caribbean folks will recognize the Sukuyant. The Sukuyant is known by different names in the Southern United States. She is known as the Buhag. In Guyana, where my family is from, she is known as Old Haig. She has different names and she is an energy vampire. She sucks the life out of you. And she represents scarcity because vampire energy is all about scarcity. So reminding yourself that we have enough to go around. Type that in the comments. There is enough to go around. There is enough to go around. Yes. Next up, we have Gangang Sara. Gangang Sara, who is known as the Witch of Golden Grove in Tobago from the Twin Islands of Trinidad and Tobago. Gangang Sara. 
And Gangang Sara represents resistance. What are you out of alignment with because you are resisting it? Where are you resisting your greatness, resisting your power? Is there something creative that you were born to do and resistance is showing up? Yes. So Gangang Sarah also has a very interesting story. Can't go into now, but you definitely want to know her story. Um, Gangang Sarah representing resistance. These are the shadows. Next up, you will all know Medusa, who actually was a Libyan goddess. Yes. And when Medusa shows up, and she's been showing up a lot in readings I've been doing over the past couple of weeks, she is all about rage, sacred rage, pissed off, pissed off, anger. And so we need to face, deal with, integrate, love and accept ourselves and heal our anger. Medusa, Libyan goddess Medusa, who was transformed into the image of a Gorgon, but is actually a goddess. Where in your life are you assumed to be maybe a Gorgon or showing up as a Gorgon and you are actually a goddess? And then next up, she is not in the book, but in the special product that I'm going to make as a freebie for you guys who um, purchased both the book and the deck. We have Mamlambo from Southern Africa. Mamlambo, as you can see, she is showing up here as part snake, part woman. And Goddess Destiny, you did your thing with Mamlambo here. And so when Mamlambo shows up, she is all about self-sabotage. She is here to tell you the truth about yourself to your face. She shows up usually to healers. She shows up in people's dreams when they are making a transformation into being a healer. They wake up drenched in sweat. It's because they say in the region she's from that they've been swimming with Mom Lambo. Mom Lambo. Mom Lambo is about self-sabotage. So those are the shadows. Those are the shadows. And we've been going for almost an hour. So I think I will leave the rest for our next session. Tomorrow, actually, we have Goddess Marilu um, with us. But next, we have the Temple of Lovers, which is the heart chakra, the Temple of Griots. Griot is a storyteller, the throat chakra, the Temple of Queens, which is your third eye energy, and the Temple of High Priestesses. But we will continue going through them. Tomorrow, Goddess Mari Lu Shin, who is a medicine woman, is going to be here talking with us. So you don't want to miss that. It's going to be tomorrow, uh, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Hay House. Facebook page, and Instagram. Woo! Oh, oh my goodness. Thank you so much for showing up. I can sit here and talk to y'all forever, but I know it's already, it has been an hour and I look forward to us continuing to go through the deck. I brought so many different things to share with you, including Himalayan sea salt and other things, um, which as we, don't worry about it, all this month as a part of the Global Goddess Rising Circle, we're going to be doing all of this magic together, okay? You can find replays. Go sign up for replays at Global Goddess Rising no, globalgoddessclub.com, globalgoddessclub.com, globalgoddessclub.com. Thank you to all of you. Love you guys. Saubona. And that means we see you. Uh, thank you, Hey House. Bye, guys. And get your deck if you didn't get yours already, okay? <laughs>